Hey, Pursuit. This is Corey DeForest, your communications pastor, and you're listening to our new short-form teachings and insights podcast called Wednesday Reflections, where I or one of our other pastors will share personal reflections on things God is teaching us, whether things we've read or seen or heard or experienced throughout this past week that might possibly direct us into a deeper relationship with Jesus today. My hope and prayer is that no matter where you listen to this, whether in your car, while cleaning your house, or during a workout, you may be able to walk away encouraged, maybe challenged, or maybe even more hopeful, but more importantly, a deeper desire to follow Jesus in his wisdom and for his purposes. Hope you enjoy. Happy Wednesday, friends. Um, I am so glad that you are listening this morning or this afternoon, whenever you are listening to this, um, on this Reflection Wednesday, and I hope that you've had an amazing week so far. I know for myself that I'm just coming off a, uh, so far, an amazing last few days. Sunday service, followed along with the uh, friends giving potluck after service was amazing and really good. Monday was an amazing day, just being able to do some things around the house and all those kind of good things. And then yesterday was uh, one of those days at work where it's just kind of a a lot of a lot of meetings and a lot of things like that. But when you work with an amazing team and uh, doing really uh, looking forward towards the future and working towards those things, it's really just uh, really fulfilling. Um, but the thing that is on my heart and the thing that I want us to reflect on this morning has a lot to do with uh, something that the uh, staff and I were talking about yesterday in our uh, little three-person meeting in the morning. And one of the things that we're trying to dig into and try to understand and try to implement more into our life is being held accountable to um, some of the disciplines of walking and journeying with Jesus and trying to grow deeper ourselves as we try to encourage and walk with others as they try to do the same. And I know for myself, I came across a podcast um, a few, probably a few months ago now, um, talking about the disciplines and walking the path with Jesus and trying to grow deeper. And um, one of the funny things is, is I talked to the staff about and said, Hey, let's, let's listen to this podcast and talk about it and see what, um, nuggets that we can glean from it or, um, whether we, whether we agree or disagree, all of those kind of things. And, um, it's, it's hosted by John Mark Comer and, uh, he talks about the Sabbath and the Sabbath is one of those topics, especially in the church, uh, today that is one of those taboo topics. I don't know if it's just because church history has kind of phased it out um, or see, or we think of it as, oh, it's part of the Old Testament commands and Jesus came and fulfilled all those commands. And so we don't have to do those things. And in this podcast, I think it's really funny, um, no matter where you fall on, whether it's still implemented or whether it's not and how we see all those things. I, I thought it was just really interesting. One of the things he said was whether you, whether you want to disregard it as a command or whether you want to think it as a full intact command. Um, if you were to tell me 
it's not a command, um, I would still do it. I would still want to do it because I see it as a beautiful gift and a thing to have in my life that is for my my whole good and my spiritual good. And, um, and I thought that was really good. And so we've really just been trying to d- dive into that as a staff and really trying to implement a day for us as a staff to uh, try to make sure that we create that space to be in order to walk in that um, that gift that we see God saying, here's what I have for you and here's what I desire for you. And we see uh, even in scripture as Jesus talks about the Sabbath, um, when in, you look in Mark and in Matthew and he just says in, Ma- in Mark chapter 2, verse 27, then he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is even Lord, even over the Sabbath. And it's, I, as we are contemplating this idea and trying to uh, wrap our minds around it, being new to the understanding of Sabbath, I think, uh, is great because it, it is a journey to try to figure out and dive deeper into really the intention of God that he has for us and the gift that he's trying to give us in the Sabbath. And when you look at Jesus's words and what, uh, how the Pharisees and the super religious tried to spin this idea of, of it's a command, but you want to try to legalize it rather than receive it and understand it as a gift that you are commanded to work just as much as you are commanded to Sabbath. And so we as a staff are just really trying to dive deeper and ex- like experiment in that idea and understanding of that. Um, because we, we are in a world that um, wants us on the go and go and the go and uh, have us distracted and have us, we, we are talking even about our screen times and, um, even every time we bring it up, it's kind of like, oh, I, 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 that is way too much time. That is way too much things here. I pick up my phone too many times. And um, it, it was a really refreshing conversation between us yesterday. And I'm just so grateful that we're willing to have that and in a way keep each other accountable, but also just being able to explore what it is that the gift has for us. But um, this has been something that I remember preaching about, about all the way back in college and this idea. I, it is something that is stirred in me um, for, it seems like for so long as a part of my journey. It's kind of always been in the background of things, but um, I remember preaching about the Sabbath and I remember uh, it was at a church that I wasn't a part of. I was asked to preach and it was probably... 50 miles outside of Boise uh, at a church. And I remember preaching the sermon and, and really trying to make sure that it was really understood the, not the command part, but the gift to be received. And I remember the, one of the, a few of the people came up to me and were hesitant and, and um, kind of wanting to push back a little bit. And I completely understand. And I think it is important to take all things that are preached and said to uh, under a microscope of, is this really what the word of God says? Is this really what he desires versus just taking it blindly and moving forward? But as we try to understand it, um, I recommended a book um, to uh, 
Brittany and Heather and uh, that I had read a, a while ago and I always kind of keep one on my shelf and always want to keep it close and it's a book that is seems like more underlined than not because it, it's a book called The Sabbath by Abraham Joshua Heschel and uh, he is a he was a Jewish rabbi and it was this was written I think in the 50s um, and how they experienced and how they the framework that they try to look at this idea of rest and um, and what does that actually mean? Does it actually just mean not working or is there more to the things that God wants to do with us on that day? Um, I, I remember also listening to someone kind of explain it as God desiring a date day with us right? Like we, sometimes some of us have date nights with our spouses and just a day set apart to, to enjoy each other and and enjoy the time spent away from the kids, away from the job, away from all those things, just connect. And I, I loved that imagery of God writing that into law in the very beginning with his people. Like, I want you to have a day with me, but Joshua Heschel, um, or Abraham Joshua Heschel, wrote this thing that I, I just wanted to reflect on because I, I I don't necessarily know if I have much commentary to it myself, but I know that's what I'm trying to explore. And that's really what, as we think about Wednesday Reflections, is, is we don't always have to have answers. We don't always have to have the perfect idea. But what is God really leading us to when we think of... Jesus's words, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Um, Joshua Heschel writes, the seventh day is like a palace in time with a kingdom for all. It is not a date, but an atmosphere. It's not a date. It's an atmosphere. And I think as we, as I start to explore this idea more and more, try to dive deeper as we walk together in these ideas, I, I was asked, what is what is my last few Sabbath day have been? And I would say, really, it wasn't much of a Sabbath. It was more of a, just a day off. And I, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't, um, when you think about date days, right? You, you create a date and you do those things. And um, really, it was like, it's been a opportunity for me to, in a more peaceful idea, get some things done. Um, but even in his book, in this book, he talks about like resting from the idea of work. And there's a different point of view and a different philosophy that comes from the Jewish perspective when it comes to this. And I, that I understand, but how good could it be if we had a day like absent from the idea of work, not just work, but the idea of work creating, not just a, a day to do nothing, but a, an atmosphere of enjoyment with God and the, the beauty of his creation and the beauty of with friends. And one of the biggest things that when we were talking about this was this idea 
of what is your ideal Sabbath look like? And right now, I think it could change as I, it evolves. But when I think about it right now, the ideal day of Sabbath for me is waking up without an alarm clock, which is really hard to do with a four-year-old that loves that loves waking up by 6.30. And so that may come and go. I get that. But for me, it's... A, a beautiful ending to Sabbath, a beautiful day of Sabbath is preparing a space for people to gather and to fellowship and to enjoy and to have fun. And yesterday, last night, um, normally we go to a restaurant in town and have tacos on Taco Tuesday and sing karaoke and have a really great time. I don't sing karaoke. That's not a thing that I do. Um but we we just relax and we're just around good food and friends and laughter and it's amazing and so much fun but since it's been getting colder it really hasn't been going on at the local restaurant and we thought hey let's have it at our house let's just do this thing and so we had taco tuesday at our house last night on tuesday and um it was so much fun because we get to i get Part of what I enjoy to do, it's not a task, it's an enjoyment for me is being able to make food for people and good food that tastes good. And honestly, Kristen did most of the work because I, we were up in, in the meeting until that time and she got to make, we got to make all of this food for our friends and they come over and we eat these delicious tacos, tri-tip tacos, so good. And... Then we, I, I get to go in the back and uh, start a fire in, a, in the fire pit and we end the night just kind of all sitting around this fire pit and we have the music going and we're singing along and we're talking about our enjoyment of music and just laughing and just a beautiful moment. And for me, when I think about what feeds me is that community and enjoyment of each other with no real um, no real uh, need to accomplish anything but rather just enjoying each other's company because I think it is also when we think of Sabbaths a lot of times we think in individual and reclusive but rather um, knowing the history for them it was always in preparation for this time together and this this fellowship this this festival almost of a weekly festival of friends and community and so good and I know for myself that's what feeds me too and so I'm just trying to think we're just thinking through and reflecting on this idea Sabbath um, is there rather than just creating a day creating an atmosphere and I'm just exploring that. I'm just thinking about and asking and praying about those things. What does that look like? What's the atmosphere that God wants to work inside as um, as we just continue this journey of and reflecting on this idea and implementing it to the best of our ability and not taking it as a law. And if it doesn't work out perfectly, it's condemnation, but really trying to receive as we would receive any other gift with a gift of gratitude and thanksgiving and grace. And so um, 
I don't know where you're at. I don't know the timings that you have. And, um, but I, I think it's important. I think it's important to uh, contemplate and reflect on the idea of, is there space? Is there time to rest? And can I get, and I know for many, it's, I'm too busy. I have too many things going on. And I, and I understand that. And that's why I think it's not, if it was seen as law, I would, I would be careful, but seeing as a gift, is there a way that we can, would we try to figure out a way to receive other gifts? If we knew the blessing and desire God had for us to participate in. That's my thought. And I'm just exploring. We're just exploring this idea and I'm excited about it. Um, and maybe take some time to think about it for yourself this week. What it would that look like? What would be your ideal day away from work, away from chores, away from all of those things just to be able to, to walk with Jesus for a day separated, like just with that intent. Um, last week, uh, last week we, I was talking about this delight and, and I wanted to touch on that real briefly is, um, I found a, to update, I found a reading that I am really excited about. Um, it is reading through the gospels in 90 days and my goal and what I'm shooting for right now is reading through the gospels four times, um, this year. So rather than just a 90 day thing, I, I really want to spend this next year, 36 years old, really trying to grapple with and enjoy the life of Jesus. And so I'm doing a, a, um, study that is on the Bible app that's done by the Bible project called the gospels 90 days. It's a chapter a day. And I'm in, I uh, obviously still right in the beginning of the book of Matthew. And, um, so far it's been just really good. I love the book, uh, the gospel of Matthew. So, um, that just an update and yeah. So I hope you have a good week. I hope you maybe take some time to reflect on what that looks like, um, and explore those ideas, read the commands, read in Exodus, um, chapter 23 and, um, what Jesus has to say about Sabbath. I think it's fascinating when we start looking at things through the eyes of it's a gift rather than a command in law, um, what God desires to do in and through you. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope we, um, that we see you in service. And if you're living in a, other places, I hope you have a church home that, um, that you can love and serve and, uh, worship together and, Hope you have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you next week.